listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 12th of July 2022. Later, some dire share market predictions, but first to business confidence, which according to NAB has fallen to below its long-run average. For more, I spoke earlier with senior economist at NAB, Gareth Spence. We certainly see confidence softening in our survey. It's declined for three months in a row um, and this month declining a further five points to a below average plus one index point. Um, It's not quite at the depths that we saw in in the peak of the pandemic, but, uh, you know, at a below average level is kind of starting to to weigh a little bit on where we think that the survey will go. Um, You know, looks like things like concerns over global growth, domestic interest rate rises and and the ongoing price pressures we're seeing in Australia kind of feeding more and more through to to the business sector. And particularly this month, we saw a very sharp decrease in in retail, which fell 21 points uh, and is now kind of well into negative territory, um, reflecting just those concerns and the impact that businesses are starting to worry about on on the consumer and, and household budgets going forward. So while um, confidence has come down, business conditions still remains above its long-term average. So what's holding conditions higher, right? But at the same time, do you expect it to decline or fall in line with with confidence? That's right. So conditions has held up uh, comparatively better. Declined two points in the month, but at plus 13 is kind of well above its long-run average. Um, When looking at the components, businesses are still kind of telling us that trading conditions of profitability have held up quite strongly. So two aspects to that. Firstly, consumer demand has held up for now um, and businesses are kind of able to pass on a little bit of those price pressures they're seeing uh, on the input side, which sees, uh, you know, the profitability index stay quite high. And and obviously the third component employment remains quite high as as businesses still kind of catching up to, to the rebound out of the pandemic. Um, you know, interestingly there for now, the retail sector, despite the very sharp declining confidence, is kind of quite up there in terms of the industries. So is business services. So two sectors we sort of see as the most interest rate sensitive, uh, holding up quite well for now. Um, and when we look at things like forward orders and uh, capacity utilisation, it kind of points to ongoing strength in, in the near term. But, you know, obviously, as you know, consumers are impacted more and more by, by the pressures faced there, uh, you know, confidence tells us businesses think that that might pull back a little bit uh, in the longer run. What does the survey tell you about um, consumer prices and, and inflation, right, in terms of what businesses are feeling, the way consumers are able to adapt, and any indication, you know, when we eventually see that CPI number come out in a few weeks, what it may show? Yeah, so uh, certainly our survey continues to point to very strong price pressures broadly in the economy. On on the input side for businesses, uh, purchase costs as well as labour costs actually rose to new records in the history of our survey this month, uh, you know, suggesting that those, those only continue to build rather than abate. Output prices, particularly in retail, kind of continue to track at high levels. So, you know, for now, with those strong conditions, appear to be passing on a little bit of the the increase in the price pressures and maintain margins. Um, but, you know, looking across the retail goods industry as well as the services sectors for, for households more broadly, um, which form quite a significant part of the, the Australian CPI, you know, we expect quite a large outcome 
for the Q2 number, which will be released in a couple of weeks. Looks like uh, you know mapping through the survey to kind of the CPI based on historical relationships will get quite a strong number of around 1.9% in headline terms, uh, around 1.5% in, in underlying terms, taking uh, inflation to, to quite a high rate. So no doubt the RBA will continue to want to quickly address higher consumer prices by lifting interest rates, right? You've updated your forecasts for rate rises there at NAB. So what's NAB economists expecting and why? Um, so we, we've sort of front-loaded our outlook for the RBA hiking path uh, over the last month. We see a further 50 basis point increase in August uh, with a follow-up of 25 basis points in September and November taking the cash rate to around 2.35% by the end of the year and a final hike to kind of come in February next year uh, before the RBA pauses to kind of assess the impact of those those rate hikes on the economy and how some of the, the global sort of tensions uh play out. Um, We think for now it's very much about the RBA getting back to neutral. Uh, We don't think they want to risk overheating the economy while inflation is above the target band and the labour market is certainly tightened. So a big factor there will be where does wage growth go? Uh, We've seen a bit of a pickup to date, but it's still tracking at a relatively low rate. So we expect that to actually track at about 3.5% by the end of next year, which we broadly see is consistent with inflation within the RBA's target band of about 25 uh, 2 to 3%. As global sort of factors continue to unwind, uh, we expect that to sort of trend towards there. So any sort of more material pickup or feedback of inflation expectations as a kind of a wage price bargaining setting may see that actually settle a little bit higher. So we think the risk uh, for now is the RBA actually might need to do some further front-loading of rates to kind of signal very strongly that that they'll work towards getting inflation back down um, up against sort of the, uh, the risks of kind of stronger inflation expectations. Gareth Spence there from NAB to the Australian share market now, which rose but only marginally the 200, up by 0.1%, 6,606. For more, I spoke earlier with Jessica Amir from Saxo Markets. For two key reasons, Ricardo, we're seeing Aussie coal miners surge, and this is on the back of coal futures prices in Newcastle surging to record high territory in anticipation of coal demand picking up amid punitive supply. Uh, So we are seeing Whitehaven Coal and New Hope Coal lead the market today. The other reason the market is high, Ricardo, is that we're getting better than expected company news and we're seeing lots of upgrades continue to come through. We are, though, still waiting for that all-important US inflation data to come out, I think, Wednesday US time. What's this likely to mean for US interest rates and the implication for share markets? Well, this is quite a pivotal market um, milestone, I should say. So what we see is two key things. Firstly, the market is anticipating the inflation rate to come in about in the order of 8.8% year on year. Uh, This will be a very hot reading, but we do have to remember the data is lagging. It's from June. Putting that aside, we've got to look at what we're factoring in today. Coal prices, gas prices, corn, soybean prices have hit fresh highs again today. And this means when the rubber hits the road that inflation is going to be on a runaway train for longer and for the rest of 2022. So regardless of the data that comes out tonight, regardless of it meeting or exceeding that 8.8% key level that we're watching, we're expecting markets to remain pressured to the downside. The other thing, Ricardo, 
earnings are expected to come in weaker than expected. All in all, we're expecting the US and the Aussie share market to be really bearish and potentially might fall 20% from here. So it's not a good time at the moment. So with that kind of a warning, I guess, are there any opportunities for investors in this type of a market? Yeah, absolutely. There's always uh, there's always green grass in the markets. There's always, I guess, seeds to sow, I guess, if you could say. Uh, but we're seeing specifically two key areas of stocks that are gaining uh, new high prices on a daily and weekly and monthly basis. And they're specifically in energy. So we're talking about coal stocks and also gas stocks. The other area of the market is outside of stocks that's gaining a lot of traction, Ricardo, and that's the dollar. So in foreign exchange, the most liquid, um, the most uh, yielding um, currency at the moment is the US dollar. And we're seeing that continue to hit new highs and we're seeing that supported higher in anticipation of a hotter than expected read and anticipation of markets falling. We're likely to see more investors bunkering their money into the US dollar. And we see that as a, as a potential opportunity for investors to potentially park their cash as markets brace for further volatility. Jessica Ramir there from Saxo Markets. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.